you are clear to enter. Welcome to Pizza Planet. Welcome to Pizza Planet, a Pixar podcast. I'm Ben. And I'm Garrett. And, and we're, we're your delivery, delivery guys. guys. Bringing you a square box of round, hot, cheesy Pixar goodness. Mm-hmm. We've got a bounty of slices in today's feast, so let's dig in. Welcome to Pizza, Pizza Planet. Planet. What's on the menu today, Ben? Well, today we're going to do something a little special. So today we're serving up some... Slices. Some mini slices. Today. Mini slices. <laughs> so basically, um, Gareth and I have talked about um, trying to do some, maybe some shorter episodes where we kind of just have a certain topic we want to talk about. Um, and yeah, just kind of keep it light. Um, sometimes these will actually, they'll be like kind of like a surprise for the other person, but. Um, so less, less prep time and more just chillaxing. Yeah, exactly. Hanging out. Yeah, just chilling out, man. Just do what we normally do. Talk about Pixar and bro it up. So you're getting you're, today. You're getting a glimpse into our actual uh, dynamic when we're just hanging out. Yes. Yeah. Normally we're a lot less thoughtful and less planned in our lives. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So um, so today uh, for this inaugural episode of these mini slices, should we call this segment personal pizza? Personal <laughs> personal pan. Per- personal pan pizza. <laughs> <laughs> because it's personal it's like you have a yeah. personal question oh, yeah. or prompt or whatever and uh you, you've got you've got something more personal for you to bring up and it's going to be a smaller episode so yeah anyway sorry go it on. works well i've got a personal pan pizza for you gary okay <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah so basically um i just thought we could talk about um our dreams we both have dreams of you know being you know artistic creators and stuff but more specifically we've both had dreams at one point or another to work for pixar that's true and uh to work in animation this is true now the reason i'm I'm excited to talk to you about this is because out of the two of us you definitely have had more of a dream to work for pixar and you still have the dream to work in animation yes um i on the other hand uh am in video audio video production so not animation um and i'm satisfied there but i love the idea of working in animation um but anyways, growing up, definitely uh, more, I would say, in college, I definitely had some dreams of working for Pixar, but you have had a dream a lot longer than that. So I thought we could talk a little bit about um, our dreams of working for Pixar and how far that goes back, especially for you, and what steps you've made along the way, and current day, present day, mm-hmm. um, our journeys with Story Experiential, I thought it'd be kind of cool to talk about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Which is a program that um, Pixar um, employees um, collaborate with. And so, that yeah, I think that'd be kind of cool to talk about as well. Yeah. So, uh, so this p- personal pan pizza is very personal. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, did you have like a, a lead up question or did you just want me to just start? Yeah, it's just started us out, man. Like, let's go way back, man. How far does this way dream go back? Way <laughs> back. So my my dream to work at Pixar actually evolved from a initial dream in my early early childhood. So um, when I was when I was young, I had um, birthday questions asked every year, where my parents would be like, "Well, like you know, um, 
do you want to get married? Do, how many kids do you want to have? Like, what are you going to name? Like those fun kind of things. And the questions were always including like, what, what do you want to be when you grow up? What do you want to do? And I was obsessed with Dr. Seuss. So I said, I want to be the next Dr. Seuss. I want to write and illustrate my own children's books. Hmm. Um, and I became very obsessed with visual media in, in regards to children's entertainment. Hmm. And then um, by middle school, I was very much infatuated with animation because this was this would have been the early 2000s when um, the dawn of 3D animation was starting to hit. So like movies like Shrek were, were starting to um, prove that Pixar... Um, had had started something because Toy Story came out in the mid '90s, and that that started this whole revolution that was in full swing um, by the time I was in middle school. But I was still obsessed with specifically Pixar told stories, hmm. and so I ended up um, uh, kind of shifting my dream from being like, well, I, I just love storytelling. It's not necessarily, it doesn't need to be books. I just love visual storytelling. I love the mm. art. Like, I love that somebody had to draw like Mr. Incredible at some point before he appeared on camera. Like, they had to oh. visually figure out what his proportions were, what his design was, and what that communicated to an audience. And so, like, that became my obsession, I think, um, is just the the way that animation and children's illustrated books um, can communicate reality in an exaggerated way that is just more stylized and there's more to communicate and there's more, um, more art behind it than just simple, um, you know you know, live action films. So I, I then wanted to become a uh, Pixar animator for a long time. And throughout high school, that was my dream, my senior year of high school. So my dad was um, homeschooling us. So we were homeschooled for all 12, me and my siblings, all 12 years of, of uh, school. And so by my senior year, which was when I met you, Ben, Mm -hmm. um, we met at the Elkhart area career center. Um, but my dad was actually basing a lot of my at-home curriculum around my desire to become an animator. So hmm. he was like, you need to learn as much about animation as you can. So for like my Bible class, he had me um, do a hand-drawn animation of, oh, I forget what passage it was. I think it was like a, it's the 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 passage from the Old Testament about the Valley of the Dry Bones. Mm. Um, he had me do like this hand-drawn animation that I actually did using just paper and a clipboard, or a, sorry, paper and like a little paper clip and a canvas where I just cl- paper clipped the uh, white sheets of paper to the canvas. And then each frame I would um, take a photo of with a digital camera. And so... Um, that that was cool, but that was for Bible class, for for reading class, for literature. He had me actually do a study of Ratatouille's script. He was able to get the script for Ratatouille off offline, nice. and um, that was that was my reading class for my senior year. And then he also, um, what else did he do? Uh, I I don't remember, but yeah, he was really encouraging me to pursue animation. So. Um, oh, oh, for writing class that I wrote my first ever feature length script. That's right. Mm. Um, my senior year was a uh, I wrote a script called Mel Rex about a vegetarian T-Rex. <laughs> um, and yeah, so all that to say, uh, I ended up 
not going to going into animation uh, is a bit of a painful memory as to why. So my dad actually took me to uh, the El Cardio Career Center initially so that I could enroll in the CAD class. But we went to this open house so I could talk to the instructor, and he was not giving me the time of day. And so I ended up talking to one of the other classmates, and it was like, just this I don't know if it was just this particular classmate but he just seemed to have sadness in his eyes like he was like this is not a fun place like <laughs> do not come here if 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 you are you know wanting to have you know excitement about coming here so um so Beware. I ended up so I ended up wandering into Mr. Seeger's class where I met Ben. Um, that that that's what I ended up rolling in was the the digital media class. So I wasn't I wasn't in the CAD class I had initially planned on. So I wasn't getting that foot in the door with animation. Hmm. Um, and so it wasn't until years later. Now I'm in my 30s and I've um, spent some some time invested some time into learning some basic 2D stuff. So. That's that. That was my my initial dream was to was to use that CAD class as like a, a springboard for uh, getting into three D animation, going to school for that, and then eventually I would have applied for Pixar. But that's not what happened. And 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 thank goodness for it because otherwise I wouldn't have met you. That's that's true. Yeah. Um, so, um, but then you went to Ivy Tech, right, for college. Right, right. I went to Ivy Tech for college, and that was studying film and video. So, again, like, I'm doing a lot of media stuff, but it's all live action. And I'm I'm, I'm 10 years into a, uh, uh, like, after, not out of college, but out of, like, high school, over 10 years out of high school now. And I've spent all of that time dabbling in in media and all of it is live action. And I've, the thing I've discovered about myself, I guess is what I'm getting at over the last 10 years is that I have more of a passion about visual creation, um, from the standpoint of being somebody who's sitting behind a, a computer and, and manipulating something rather than being out in the field, capturing it. Um, I still enjoy like doing live action film, but I, I'm more drawn to the editing process. I'm more drawn to things like special effects. I'm more drawn to things like graphic design. So that's, that's kind of something I've learned about myself over the last decade. Yeah. Well, sometimes you have to like try things to see, okay, like what direction to go and like you, yeah, you, you've, you've gone through media into film and, uh, film production yeah, and you've tried it and like, we've made lots of films together. Oh yeah. 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 Well, yeah. And, and, and again, like I love making films, but like Ben, you know, like I'm more of a director in the sense that like, I, I don't want to get my hands dirty when I'm shooting. Yeah. I just want to tell other people what I'm seeing in my head and be like, Hey, can you make this happen? Like, yeah. uh, like I'm, again, I'm, I'm a visual storyteller but in a way that doesn't enjoy the uh shooting process as much um so a lot of the films you and i have worked on like you were the shooter the the dp and i'm like directing the actors and stuff so Mm -hmm. um so yeah my passion my passion is for storytelling but on a technical level i'm more drawn to post-production or just like the 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 stuff that goes into yeah editing and that yeah 
So you so you tried these things. You've been uh, you know doing films, college, post college with Idiot Box Films, our our films group. Yeah. Um, did you want to Did you want to plug any of your your favorite Idiot Box films? Oh man. Well, uh, <laughs> I de- I definitely think where where your storytelling shined, I think it was was definitely with films like Zooport Group, um, and like Brucicle, um, <laughs> which was a Batman musical. Um, Zooport was a uh, this like um, animals anonymous group of these mm. um, uh, animals that trans- transitioned into becoming humans, and yeah. so yeah, you're always been really creative with these these like really interesting concepts um, and playful characters. And, well, thank you. Yeah. yeah, and for the audience, if you guys want to know how great of a DP Ben is, um, check out it's it's called Sleeping Awake. Um, it, and did you direct it also, or was Dan directing? Yeah, Dan directed it. Okay, but you were you were the DP on that, and that is a gorgeous looking short film. Also, you did um, you 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 did direct uh, uh, Shadows of the Dark, mm-hmm. and that's a music video. Uh, ben and I actually co-wrote a song and then made a music video for it. And um, again, like I think it bolsters the 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 fact that Ben is a visual genius when it comes to shooting. So that's why Ben and I actually I think work well together because he's good at the stuff that I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> well, same to you, man. And and this is a good segue into kind of like uh, to going on to story experiential because um, for me, I remember um, just being really impressed with you um, and also Dan and. Uh, with when it comes to writing. So, um, by the way, Dan, I, we we mentioned oh, that name yeah. twice. <laughs> <Who's Dan? laughs> For the audience, Dan Beebe is our former roommate. Uh, shout out to Dan, yeah. Daniel, Daniel, yeah, G- good friends too, and um, and he's also a filmmaker. That's why we keep talking about him. Yes, and so I just looked up to you guys a lot with when it came to writing and directing because I did a lot of shooting, and so. So anyways, I just, I started having this desire of like, I really want to, I want to learn story. Yeah. You know, I want to learn writing. I want to learn what it, you know, how to come up with good characters, how to come up with a good, you know, theme, a good message to your movies. And, um, uh, honestly, in in a lot of ways, um, it helped me as I started learning more about storytelling and finding the films that I really felt like were films that I was like, Oh, these have such great stories. These are the kind of movies I want to make. Mm -hmm. I was honestly brought back to Pixar. Like I was like, well, no wonder I like these movies so much because Mm -hmm. their stories are so amazing. The characters are incredible. The messages that are so strong and clear and focused. And, um, so, so in a lot of ways, it kind of like reinvigorated my um, my love for Pixar, but mm-hmm. um, but also caused this like switch in my life where I'm like, okay, like yes, I enjoy shooting and um, doing DP work, but I, I'd love to learn how to write and how to tell stories. So um, I think I saw I got like an email from this group, Story Experiential. Yeah, and uh, it was this course, this online course on storytelling, um, in collaboration with Pixar. And I was like, oh, snap, this looks super sick. And I watched like a little trailer where where they showed like some clips of like through like Zoom of like Pixar professors talking about different um, storytelling topics. Yeah. And I saw the price and it was really affordable. And I remember I like sent it to you and you were like, bro, like we're doing this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, do you want to talk a little bit about that? Oh, yeah. So, so Story Experiential was like a full class Ben and I took last fall semester so yeah we're we're years out of out of school but we wanted to take this class because um yeah like what ben was saying we both have a deep deep 
desire to be storytellers. And we also have this deep, deep admiration for Pixar specifically because they, like you guys listen to this podcast, you know that Pixar tells stories unlike anyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they just have, um, at least like definitely for their early years, they had a formula. I don't even know if it's fair to call it a formula, but they at least had clearly some consistency with the quality of these stories they're putting out that um, seemed to indicate they had some kind of secret. And I like, I want to know that secret. So, so this experiential class really took us through the steps of developing a story based on methods that are allegedly used um, in Pixar for um, like how how um, a a initial idea is developed into a story and how that story is then pitched and how then after the pitch you have to kind of develop it and and supplement it with. Um, uh, the healthy things that make it, you know, like a full story, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, you you want to like bolster your themes and your characters and stuff like that. So, um, so in this class, uh, the end goal was to create a story reel. And for those of you who don't know what a story reel is, it's a, uh, essentially like a, uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's like a pre- pre-animation but it's it's not actually animated so basically we draw frames to represent specific camera angles and we we put the characters in those frames um but those the characters aren't necessarily um like moving fluidly we might move them across the the camera from like the the left side of the frame to the right side of the frame um but they're not their limbs aren't going to be moving there's not going to be any elaborate animation it's just to communicate um camera placement and timing really um so, so in a, in a way, it's kind of the script for the animation. So right, it's yeah. what animators would go off of, being like, okay, well, we need this shot to be X number of frames long. We need it to start with this character over here, and then have them end up over here. And starting at second blah, they start saying the word blah, and then by second blah, they're saying the word blah. And so <laughs> ba- we we did all the voices for the characters in in the story reel. And so that's that's what we ended up with at the end of this uh w- how many weeks was it? I think it was like eight or nine week course. Yeah. I think it was nine weeks, yeah. Um so by the end of this nine week class and it was all taken online. I don't know if we said that. We're, we're we obviously don't live anywhere near the West Coast. Yeah. But um uh, we by the end of the class we had produced a how, how long was our film? It was like a, what was that? Like eight minute or ten minutes? It was close. It was close to ten minutes. Ten but minute, yeah. but yeah, it was like a ten minute animated short film that just wasn't animated. It was just a story reel. So you can watch it and you can glean the story because the like I said, our voices are doing character all the characters. There's music added. Um, all the ca- necessary camera shots are in there. Um, any motion that is needs to be animated is communicated through um, the drawings. And so that was an incredibly fulfilling product to like be able to walk away from a class and have that put that in our portfolios and be like, well, you know, th- this isn't a completed film, but like as far as the story goes, mm-hmm. it's complete. like it's done. It's locked. yeah, we have we have like a locked short film that, 
just literally needs animators to bring it to completion. Exactly, yeah. Take five. We gotta go deliver some pizzas. Be right back. For town, for town, for town, for town, for town. Get ready. For the triumphant return of Four Town. They say a fear that's faced is a fear that's conquered. They say if it doesn't kill you, it makes you stronger. But I don't want to survive if it means I live this life without you by my side. It's the Pandapocalypse Tour. I must be dead, I'm seeing red Can someone pull me from this dream? If it's the end, we can't pretend You're my girl, baby I must be dead, I'm seeing red Can someone pull me from this dream? If it's the end, we can't pretend You're my girl, baby Featuring all of Four Towns' brand new hit songs off their new album, Pandapocalypse Will you tease me, will you see me? I'm turning red, the way you smile, I'm a pile I'm turning red, the way you walk, the way you talk I'm turning red, the way you laugh, the way you ride I'm turning red In the middle of the night I caught a sight of fright There was a panic in the air, it was a peculiar fit I pulled you close, you were trembling as you froze even though we fret, it was a night I won't forget Yeah, the pandas came out to fight And we ran for the night Yeah, the pandas came out to fight And we ran for the night Here's the live performance of their latest number one track, Omens Moments don't be scared. There were omens in the air. Good, you're safer behind me. Cause I'm the only danger that you need. The Pandapocalypse Tour. Coming to a city near you. Tickets on sale now. Check the official website for dates and venues. Phew! Barely made that delivery. All right, back to the show. Yeah, it was so much fun. And, like, I think we talked about this before, but, like, you know, we've collabed in a lot of, like, creative projects before. Mm -hmm. But this one was one of the most fulfilling projects, you know? Yeah. I don't know if it was, if it was, for me, if it was, like, maybe part of it was just, it was the launch into animation. Yeah. Like, in a very early, early sense of that. Um part of it was maybe coming up with a with a vision a creative vision together instead of just one of us kind of doing that yeah um part of it was also writing writing a script collaboratively too together mm -hmm. um there was just so much to it that was so much fun and yeah like these these pixar professors were amazing and and funny and yeah did we did we mention like each week we had a guest speaker that was um most of them were either current employees at Pixar or they had worked at Pixar in the past but yeah. like all of them had experience working on Pixar films and other animated films and so it's like um we're not we're not getting lectured by people who are talking theoretically yeah they're all experienced 
you know, tried and, and, and proved, um, uh, people who, who, who've, who've done this work, like who've worked at Pixar. And so that was really cool to, to be able to hear these lectures from the horse's mouth, um, proverbially speaking, and not just like have people talking like we, like, you know, we are fanboys of Pixar. Yeah. We're not teaching the class. Like we can talk till the cows come home about like, well, Pixar does this and Pixar does this. And, and, and this is the way Pixar does it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, pretending to push the glasses up the bridge of my nose right now. Um, but, um, but yeah, hearing it from actual people, um, was, was really rewarding. And, and again, like the whole process was fulfilling because every week we were completing like miniature assignments that contributed to that story reel that we were doing. Um, but anyways, we're talking a lot about this story reel, so I feel like we need to plug it. Um, is there a way we can put like the link to that in the show notes or something? Yeah, we can. Do, do we have the story the story experiential website? There's like an actual link. There, yeah, right? there's an yeah. exhibition page that is is perpetually active um, where people can actually view it through through that website. But yeah, um, we'll link it in the website. It's called Camp Cryptid. Camp and Cryptid. And uh, and we're both very 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 proud of it, and it went through a lot of revisions. Yes, like when we're as we're like as every week we're like working on the story, and there will be like one of us will have come up with an idea where the other person just like doesn't get it why we're adding to it or why we're taking away from it, and it's it's so frustrating but at the same time rewarding when you come out of the other end of it because you have such a cleaner product when you have someone to push you and pull you and kind of guide you because like you said before like 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 I might be able to help you in areas where you're weak but you also are helping me in areas where I'm weak and so like ultimately we came up with a boss product I'm just saying like yeah I I I can't talk up the uh the end result of our story reel enough because it really does represent something that is better than any one of us either either one of us oh, could yeah. have individually made and so for anyone listening let that be an encouragement that teamwork is better than working alone when it comes to storytelling yes it is very true and there was a whole collaborative like feedback with like all everyone else who was in the class we'd all give each other feedback on our projects and there was a lot of people in the class and yeah and there was a huge class and so that feedback was amazing and um yeah we didn't win any awards but there was like i don't know 80 submissions or something like that and we were in that we we had just we were like i think just at like top 10 like the 10th or maybe 11th place right of uh most engaged with so that's something kind of cool so yeah um that's that, that was a blessing but um but anyways um Circling all the way back. So, yes, we came out of the class. Since then, you have been doing more animation stuff, I think, right? Been trying to find time for it. It's, it's really, really, really difficult to make time for that kind of stuff um, when you're so busy with, like, a full-time job and you've got family stuff. And, um, and like, if you know Ben and I personally, we both have a lot of hobbies. Yes. So it's, like, hard to balance all of them because... Um, you know, sometimes I want to work on this project. Sometimes I want to work on this project. But one of the projects I'm trying to uh, work on is is continuing to work on animation um, and and 
and learn different softwares, trying to figure out like what kind of method works best for me. Um, because hand-drawn is what I'm drawn to, but like when you work on hand-drawn by yourself, it takes so long. If you don't have collaborators to work with, yeah. it's really not practical. It's not as practical as other methods of animation, but other methods of animation I find to be more difficult and not as intuitive. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's a whole thing, but... Um, but yeah, I'm 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 uh and almost done with the uh what is it the introduction course to animation fundamentals by Aaron Blaze. Oh, nice. Um and um yeah, I have to after that like I I just need to I just need to kick myself in the rear and get something something actually done. But yeah, my Instagram has a few random animation tests on it if you scroll through enough of my feed oh yeah my instagram uh at gareth madison check it out um yeah so uh in getting ready to wrap this all up um do you still have i mean you probably still have a dream of getting into animation mm -hmm. so so you have that dream still but working for pixar have you let that dream go or is that still there? Yeah, no, I've definitely let it go. I, in my older years, realize how much more drawn to 2D I am than 3D. Mm -hmm. Right now, 3D attracts me um, only because of Pixar. Like, Pixar um, is still the king of storytelling. Um, there's not many studios. Like, Cartoon Saloon um, is like an example of a um studio that like rivals pixar visually for me because cartoon saloon is is much more like visually what i would love to work on but storytelling wise they're still lacking in my opinion compared to pixar mm. um they they've got some b good hits like wolf walkers was amazing um uh, my father's dragon was amazing. Um, I really enjoyed Song of the Sea, um, but you know, like a lot of people, kind of have have various issues with some of their early movies that are just uh, like like a uh, uh, Secret of Kells, which is just kind of a flat, bland story. Um, but either way, there's a lot more uh, interest for me to work in independent animation because. I'm not based out of the the West Coast, yeah. nor am I in Ireland, where Cartoon Saloon is. Um, there's not really any animation studios in this area where we are in the Midwest, so I I would be drawn to the idea of working remotely um, or independently for something um, in the distant future. But yeah, that's just that's not Pixar. Pixar would be the dream um, if if. I were living closer to California. Like if, sure. if, if, if the opportunity arose for, you know, me and my wife to relocate, sure. Working at Pixar would be awesome, but I would foresee myself working more so in like an art department, like storyboarding or, you know, character design, something like that sounds really interesting because you get to do like you visually draw everything out. Um, but like the, the 3d animation aspect of, Pixar is is not really my dream anymore. Yeah, yeah, I could totally see you like thriving if if you were at Pixar, um, like and just thinking about all the people we talked to and like their vibes and just getting to know like what it's like to be a storyboard artist or whatever. Like, I could totally see you really enjoying either focusing on story itself or like you said, character design because so much of the character design is two D and stuff as well. Mm -hmm. Like you see those art books you can get of of like. 
um, Pixar films, yeah, uh, like the Onward one that you have, and like there's so much 2D art that goes into those early stages. So whether it was that or with the storyboarding or maybe a little bit of both, like that would be like I could see you thriving in that, and so yeah, that would be super fun. Um, but yeah, thank you for that question. You're welcome, man. Yeah, I, I feel like if if we could go, like we've talked about this before, if we could go back in time and go back to college again, like we talked about like that we would just like, and this is before we were married and everything. Yeah. Um, before then, you know, yeah. when we were bachelors, like we've talked about like the idea, like what if we had just moved out to, to California, try to get internships or like, remember we talked about like in Monsters Inc, you know, the line, like they're always hiring in the mail room. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> like, what if we literally got like janitorial work and like tried to like work our way up? Um, that would be, it's just funny to think about, but, um, definitely, uh, I would say like, um, yeah, the story experiential, uh, for me, uh, definitely, um, filled that kind of, I had like a smaller dream of working for Pixar. Yeah. Not quite as big as yours. And so I, I shared the story before, um, in a, um, in one of our reels about how I applied for a sound internship in college. Yeah. And then, uh, I wrote this like super sappy letter where I was basically telling them like, like, Oh, like, uh, you know, I love your movies so much. And like, it would be my dream to work on these movies. And you know, I signed it off by saying like, you know, as it said in Ratatouille, you know, a great, um, uh, not everyone can be a great artiste. Maybe a great artist can come from anywhere <laughs> like, yeah. out in Indiana. And like, this is so stupid. And so anyways, the, the sound internship, I get an email a month later that it was canceled. Um, so I'll never know whether or not I got in or not, but, um, but that was like, that was my one attempt to try to get in the door. And, but, you know, fast forwarding through going through this Pixar, um, story experiential class with you. Um, now you're working on animation. I'm actually, uh, I'm actually working on an audio drama right now for, for my freelance, um, day job. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so I've been learning like storytelling through sound design and stuff. And so I feel like, I feel like we're both making attempts to pursue kind of that dream of doing animation. Cause I definitely do have a dream of actually working in animation, but, but not being the animator like right. you are. Um, I would love to be in the storytelling side, also the sound design side. So I'm actually like, I'm, I'm actually kind of using and working on those skills while you're working on your skills. So who knows what can happen in the future? That's true. So. You mentioned the storytelling side. That is now that is the dream for me, if I were working at an animation studio, Pixar or otherwise, the dream would be getting into the door of of writing the scripts, doing like I like I, I already mentioned storyboard. Storyboarding is fun because you do have some influence over how the story is told. Mm. Um, but then directing, like holy crap, if I ever got the chance to direct an animated film, dude, no question, I would take that job in a heartbeat. Yeah, that would be sick. Yeah, and like that was that was really cool with you know with Camp Cryptid because we were able to kind of both like yeah you were doing the drawing I was doing the sound design but then we both were writing the story we both were directing it yeah. like we both were we we're kind of directing each other because you would you would do like an audio take where I was like eh, do that again <laughs> yeah. this is like a really weird <laughs> accent you were doing <laughs> so anyways yeah um, so yeah. <laughs> That was a blast, but, uh, but yeah, we're, like I said, we're, we're coming full circle. Um, you know, you we're both, we're both in a way we're still, we're still trying to, to pursue, uh, the dream of animation in different ways. And, uh, 
for you, man, you know, ever since you were a little kid, you wanted to work for Pixar. Here we are, fast forward, you're in your 30s, but you're still, you're learning animation, you're doing it. It's not too late. Uh, I remember we went to Disney World together with my brother for the first time, and uh, that was a magical We experience. did a whole episode on that then. <laughs> right, I'm not getting into that, but uh, I remember we were waiting in line, and we were just, we felt really inspired for whatever reason about like chasing your dreams. I think maybe we were, we had watched like a Walt Disney yeah, doc or something. Yeah, we watched that documentary <laughs> about Walt Disney. And I remember we were standing in line for this, you know, long line for this ride. And we just had this moment where we were like, I remember I told you, I was like, dude, like you want to be an animator, right? And you're like, yeah. And I was like, what are you doing about it? And you're like, not much. And I was like, dude, <laughs> come on. Like, do this. It's not too late. And and you're doing it, man. And, and you'll get there um, all, all, all in good time, man. So, um, Way to put the pressure on, Ben. <laughs> Jeez. And but I, I, I'm I'm right back at your side. I mean, we, we we made a story reel together. someday we'll make we'll make an actual animated short. It'll oh, awesome. by the way, yeah, I that's not the only story reel that I've worked on since we did that. I did a whole story reel for a music video I want to make. Oh, that's so, right, you did that. Yeah. So maybe maybe that'll come out sometime in the future. But yes, keep on hustling with it. Thank you for entertaining my personal pan pizza today. You're welcome. It was delicious. <laughs> pepperoni and pineapple. Oh, pepperoni and pineapple? Really? Is that your go-to? Oh, yeah. With uh, with uh, some uh, ranch drizzled on top. Oh, man. I'll, I'll, I'll let that be your also, personal pan. Also some <laughs> pesto sometimes if I'm feeling, feeling extra... Uh, a little extra, yeah. A little dangerous, though. Yeah. That's that is quite the combo. I'll, I'll, you can have that personal plan. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, for all those out there who have the dream of working for Pixar, keep hustling or, or anywhere or anywhere, yeah, or animation or just any any dream. It's never too late. We're in our thirties. We're still hustling. We're still trying. Um, never too late. So go out there, make your dreams come true. In the, world of Sh- in the words of Shia LaBeouf, <laughs> make your dreams come true. <laughs> per usual, keep it in O for onward. Because adventure is out there. To infinity and beyond. Pizza out. <laughs>